0: Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Sustainable Singapore on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Now, one in five companies in Singapore with science based targets will not be publicizing them. That's according to the latest research from South Pole, a climate project developer and solutions provider. Now, South Pole has consistently found that companies are primarily driven to set net zero targets because of consumer demand for low carbon goods and services, as well as the opportunity to show brand leadership. However, this year's report reveals that while some companies are setting science based net zero targets for these reasons, a significant portion will not be talking about them. Why is that? We're going to find out from Shruti Singh, who's South Pole's APAC Director for Climate Strategies. Shruti, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. It's my pleasure, Rachel. Good to have you with us, Shruti. So let's talk about green hushing. We've all heard of green washing. What exactly is green hushing?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Compared to green washing,
1: mm-hmm. where a company exaggerates its green credentials, green hushing is almost the opposite. So it is when a company decides not to publicly communicate its measurable progress beyond what is, let's say, mandated. Now, this is an emerging and somewhat surprising trend, which has been revealed in South Pole's latest global research that analyzes the corporate net zero landscape.
0: I'm curious, Shruti, I mean, who exactly is greenwashing? I know that your your report highlighted one in five companies in Singapore. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's look at a little context So the 2022
1: net zero report of South Pole surveyed the dedicated sustainability leads at over 1,200 private companies Mm -hmm. across 15 different sectors. Now, we believe that it was important to look at this group as a potential proxy to how some of the more engaged companies were progressing or not on their net zero journeys. And what we found is that, you know, among the sustainability minded organizations, the overall trajectory for net zero was very positive. Uh, More and more net zero targets are being set by companies, increasingly more and more science-based targets to back up these net zero targets. But as you said, Rachel, it is among this group of global climate leaders that we found that a surprising number of companies are deciding not to publicize their science-based targets beyond what's mandated. Now, this figure is roughly about a quarter for the global participants to the survey. Mm And yes, one in five companies in Singapore with net zero targets.
0: I'm a little bit confused, though, because from a corporate perspective, isn't highlighting your net zero targets a good thing? I mean, consumers are looking for companies that are making moves when it comes to tackling climate change, so much so that we've seen an increase in, as you mentioned, greenwashing. So why are companies green hushing?
1: Yes, very interesting, isn't it? Anecdotally, and based on what we are hearing from our clients and Mm -hmm. seeing in the market, uh, we understand that there could be several reasons why companies are screen hushing. Uh, It could be because of increased scrutiny by the media, NGOs, public, consumer and market authorities. And this could have made companies more wary than ever before about communicating their targets. It could also be due to the rise of climate litigation, that this is becoming more and more of a concern for companies. And especially in some countries where explicit regulation is in place for corporate climate claims, it could be the fear of litigation that could be deterring the companies from talking about their targets altogether. Another reason could also be the fear of failure. Uh, It's also important to remember that businesses today are operating in a very different environment with a very different economic outlook than before so it could be the fear of failure that could be stopping the companies from making clear communication about their progress and targets or if we decide to give it a more interesting and positive optimistic perspective green hushing could also occur because for some advanced companies or sectors setting a science-based or net zero target is simply expect expected and mm-hmm. not exceptional so it could be that this is more of a business as usual, or the new normal for them, and nothing uh, about which they want to explicitly shout out.
0: Okay, uh, I mean, as you mentioned, for some firms, they would be look they would look to be more vocal about their initiatives to help tackle climate change. Mm-hmm. I'm curious though, Shruti, what are some of the challenges here? If We've got some firms greenwashing, some gr- firms green hushing. How do we find the sweet spot?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So as we all know, Rachel, we are faced with a climate crisis and corporate climate action is really necessary if we wish to address it. There is no doubt about this. Now, peer pressure can be an incredibly strong driver to corporate Mm -hmm. climate action. And if more and more businesses lead from the front by openly talking about their goals and their measured progress, it's going to inspire many others who are yet to set their targets right in fact, you know, staying silent on your progress or your goals, it limits knowledge sharing and it, it limits the opportunities for businesses to collaborate on decarbonization. Mm. At the same time, Rachel, it also makes it harder to scrutinize the targets of these companies and to get an understanding of how they are truly progressing on climate targets, right? So we, we also don't need to forget that we are really out of time. We just cannot afford to have companies scramble to figure out how to tackle this monumental prices on their own. But regardless of the reasons, one thing is clear that not being able to have honest conversations, open conversations about what companies are doing is really concerning. And our own advice to clients is to really transparently communicate targets and milestones and share the lessons that they have learned after making measurable progress on any of their decarbonization efforts. So we really do need to find that sweet spot between making the right communication on the measurable progress, as well as talking enough about the progress and the targets.
0: What can take us there, Shruti? Is it a greater regulation or perhaps standardization of regulation globally when it comes to setting climate targets?
1: Uh, Yes, we are a little far from global standardization of regulations, but yes, uh, increased regulation could be one of the factors which could take us over there. But like I said, you know, there is an interplay of different reasons which are preventing companies from talking openly about their targets. I think more regulatory support is certainly one of the things which could take it
0: closer to less screen hushing. Okay, well, Shruti, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. My pleasure, Rachel. Thank you. We've been speaking with Truti Singh, South Pole's APAC Director for Climate Strategy, about a recent report that they've published that highlights that one in five companies in Singapore are green hushing. You're listening to MoneyFM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.